What is up? That's my best Jim Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah, I, find, I caught a little bit of his show for the first time today in forever. And uh, luckily, I caught him on a good day. And we'll get to the NBA, of course, coming up later on in the show. But he had the Orlando Magic's head coach on. So good stuff coming out of Orlando outside yep. of Disney. <laughs> But it is Sports Frenzy 2.0. I am the maestro, Kevin Crane. I'm the conquistador, Dave. Hi. Taping here on May the 18th, 2022. We will get this posted as soon as possible. Hopefully, we'll hit tonight. If not, first thing tomorrow morning. Lots to talk about in all the sports. Nothing really earth-shattering, but a lot of interesting topics. A lot of little tidbitty things going on. Yep. Of course, we're going to start off with Major League Baseball. Uh, Both our teams are actually playing okay this week. So-so. Still underachieving. Majorly underachieving for the White Sox. Because you had higher hopes, higher expectations. My team's playing about where I expected. Yeah. Sox are sitting 18-18 and after playing abysmally bad against the Yankees. Unable to hit. The bullpen absolutely imploded on itself. Just and you got the Yankees coming up again this weekend. Yeah, this time in New in York. New York. So yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. And the Yankees are on fire right they now. They are. They are just insane. The only good thing really coming out of this week has been Johnny Cueto in his debut looked yep. freaking phenomenal through yep. six innings. Yes, he That did. is the guy I had hoped we would get. His rehab seems to have worked. We'll see if he can keep going. But that is definitely a spark we needed on the starting rotation. Yep. I know the Twins played today. I'm not sure if they finished up or not, so I can't give you a definitive games behind first place we, number before today's action began we were two and a half back yep second place cubs of course 15 and 20 which is actually a market improvement over where they were a week ago pitching just like you were talking about with cueto all of a sudden the the cubs seem to have found some kind of magic elixir for the pitching staff they throw back-to-back shutouts here now it's against Pittsburgh. Yeah. But that being said, that's still for this team very impressive. Beating a team that they should be able to beat. Right. So Cubs are 15 and 20 in third place. Yes, they have passed the Pirates finally to get into the spot where they should be for the rest of the year behind the Cardinals and the Brewers. They are yep. currently seven and a half behind Milwaukee, playing again Pittsburgh tonight, going for Z sweep. Can hope for that. And be then nice. uh, first one of the year to yeah. be nice. <laughs> so is there any been any more word on Hayward being designated to the IL? There was no no designation on why. The only thing that Ross was quoted as saying is he's had some real stuff going on, some aches and pains and some hydration issues. No. Now unfortunately, of course, you know that I am at odds with the Cubs right now over the marquee network. So I do not get to watch the Cubs nearly as often as I would going back three, four years. So I try to, I try to, I I look at the box scores. I try to read the news. I am not aware of what's going on with it. They're on 670, the score. 
It's a flagship uh, yeah, I know, radio. And I do listen to it once in a while on the radio. Coomer and Hughes. Yeah, I like I like those guys. I actually like them as much, if not more, than the TV guys. Um, but for some reason, the Hayward uh, news has slipped through. I know that Marcus Stroman's coming back tomorrow off the COVID list. Dave Robertson just came back, our closer off the COVID list today. Uh, but Hayward, yeah, I have not heard. And really... It's because I don't care. I have apathy towards him. <laughs> Everybody else complains and bitches and pisses and moans about guys like Kyrie Irving, you know, James Harden, and we'll get to those guys later. Hayward, to me, is those guys. <laughs> Hayward, to me, hitting 220, 230. Underperforming Hitting for 10 home money. runs a year, driving in 40 runs. For $26, 27000000 million a year is absolute pathetic garbage. So really, in the end, why do I want to follow what the hell's <laughs> happening with them until I hear... I thought maybe you would have been dancing <laughs> for joy that maybe this is the beginning of them cutting ties. They're going to have to pay him, though. It's not like football. You I know. know that. I know. They're going to have to... They're, they, they're stuck with him through next year. If they would just take a page out of the Mets book and just shell it oh, out and be done... Oh, oh, you're going to compare Steve Cohen <laughs> to the Rickets? The cheap-ass Rickets? Yeah, Steve Cohen will do whatever is needed. Yeah, Ricketts just wants to pad his pocketbook. Because, of course, you're referencing Robinson Cano. Yep. Where Cohen said, let's pay off the contract and get, and him, get him, out. him out of here. And, of course, the Padres swooped in and signed him. Now we'll see if that That's not helps him at all. Good. But, yeah, I agree with you. It'd be nice just to cut bait and bring yeah. up some of the younger guys. But no. No. We're they're, stuck they're with him so the bitter end. The bitter goddamn end. Oh, but he made the inspirational speech during the rain delay blah, in game seven. Blah, blah. Yeah. Fairy dust blows out of my butt when I fart, too. <laughs> uh, uh, going around the league, some other news. Thank goodness for the Phillies that they put in the National League designated hitter this year because otherwise they would be screwed. Bryce Harper cannot Oof. throw. Nope. Has been shut down for at least six more weeks. So at least he can bat. Yeah, he can that's DH. the only good thing. But that injection into the elbow, man, that's some serious stuff he's dealing with. Yeah, and the Phillies are a hard team. I, I, I like Joe Girardi a lot. You know, I want him coaching, managing the Cubs. And the Phillies just but just seem to be perennial underachievers. Yeah. Mostly because of the pitching. Now, the pitching staff isn't the best in the world. But that lineup is better, is just as good, if not better, than any in Major League Baseball with Harper, Schwarber, Castellanos, Hopkins yeah. at first. They're loaded up there in the lineup, but again, without pitching, they're yep. not going to do anything. Speaking of pitching, how about Nathan Eovaldi from Boston? Third pitcher in MLB history to give up five home runs in an inning. And kudos to the fans sitting on top of the green monster who caught two of them. <laughs> <laughs> That was just brutal. And how about the hapless Cincinnati Reds, who cannot even win a game, 
when they know hit their opponent. God, that's so bad. The Pittsburgh Pirates became the sixth team in MLB history to win a game without getting a hit back on Uh, May the 15th against the Cincinnati Reds. Yep. Walks, errors, and a sack fly. And I do believe it was one to nothing. One to nothing. Great. Exciting baseball. Yeah. Pathetic. From the bottom feeders in the NL Central. A little bit of discipline handed out. Matt Harvey suspended 60 games. That's it? For the whole Ricky Skaggs. Is it Ricky Skaggs or... Tyler Skaggs. Uh, Tyler Skaggs. Ricky Skaggs. I'm the country singer. Oh, Jesus. Tyler off to a great start already. Tyler Skaggs, OD. Harvey was directly tied into it, distributing oxycodone. 60-game suspension. That's it. That's all he's going to wind up with. Kind of pathetic. Well, in the end, we're not talking about a big star. You know, he had that year or two in New York where he was. Yeah, but still, there's no accountability. But back then, even, he was out. He was known for being out partying all the time. Right. And, he was, you know, probably doing setting everything. up his contacts. Uh-huh. Like you said, as he was doing everything, knowing who he'd go to to get what and when and how and why. Yeah. Ugh. All right, I do. I, okay, since I made the mistake on Ricky Skaggs, I guess that's a great transition to make a couple <laughs> corrections from last week. There you go. Because I don't want you people to think I don't double-check my work. We talked about Christian Yelich, right? Yep. Getting yet another cycle. And I think I said the final score in that game was 17 to 12. It was not. It was 14 to 11. So I apologize. And then also I mentioned. He's nothing if not detail oriented, folks. I do not like making mistakes. I do not like making mistakes. You deserve better. Dave deserves better. Now this one is because I left my notes in another room and couldn't go get it. We were already recording last week, but I gave you the story about the, the Shiva league. Yes. And the guy's name was John Eckert. He was the one that lost in the Shiva league and, and he had to, he went to the U S open, open qualifier right. for the U S open. I think I said he had a score of one eighteen. I have to give him a little bit more credit than that. He only, he posted a one twelve. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, there we go. But again, I want to be accurate. There are certain people we know who listen to this show who, who would just tear can't me a new let one. It go. Who would tear me a new one if I did not correct my mistakes? So, are we ready for NASCAR? A boring week of NASCAR approaching. Yeah, coming up is the All Star Weekend. Woo, who don't care. Yep, I don't like all-star games, races. If it if it doesn't count towards a world championship, I don't give a rat's ass. That's why it was so much more fun when baseball mattered for home field. But you and I are like in the vast minority on that. Everybody else, well, who no, don't make the all-star game matter that much. Especially all the dipshit purists out there. Dipshit purists can just go away. 
evolve like everybody else. Because I agree with you. That was the only reason I cared about the All-Star game. I hated the All-Star because, game because up what until happened, then. What happened was when we were kids, it was cool because they played hard. Yeah, and it was cool. You got the image of Pete Rose destroying Ray Fossey at home plate. Yeah. Burned, etched into your brain if you're an MLB fanatic who's over the age of 45 or 50. Yeah, and then it got to the point where, all right, it's cool to see the guys from the other league that you don't follow. Now, who gives a rat's ass because of interleague play, which has ruined everything? Right. At least at that point, the players had some skin in the game trying to win it. Now, oh yeah, let's have the freaking announcers distract the players on the field while they're playing. It's crap. Yeah. I oh, hate God. it. It's gimmicky no, and it's still sucks. doing that. They're still doing that during the regular season yeah. now. Oh God. Just stop it. Yeah. Earpiece in. No, just let it go. I let saw, them play the damn game. I think I saw it first week of the season. I think they had Joey Votto. <laughs> yeah. Doing it. I hate this whole mic'd up crap. And I failed again. I forgot to give Dave his homework assignment for this week. Usually Dave will break down all the twists, the turns, the convoluted rules involved all the in stupidity. the all-star race. But I figured, why would I do that to him again this year? Yeah, nobody cares. They change it around, and it really doesn't matter because it sucks. Yep, so if you guys want to check it out, it's on this coming Sunday. I probably will not even watch five minutes of it. Probably not. But... Now, we do have to recap the Kansas City, the Kansas Speedway race. Yes. From last week. Big win for 2311 Racing. Kurt Busch manages to pull it off. Runs down Kyle Larson and holds off his baby brother. Yep. Yep. Of course, pole sitter was Christopher Bell. Um God, left rear tires going down. Yeah, all we're still having long. issues with that. And Kyle Larson, the fact that he finished second is amazing because he was all over the place, all yeah, over the track. Bouncing he off the wall. Yep. He amazing that he saved it. Yep. So Yeah, but Kurt Bush did have a pretty dominant performance, especially the second half of the race. Yeah. Um, and of course I've heard all these idiot dipshits. <clears throat> Not only on social media, but the regular media. Well, you know why he won? Because he had Michael Jordan, the goat, on his hood. No, that's all <laughs> bullshit. They finally got it turned around, and he got hooked up. But, you know, left rear tire issues for Bell, who was leading. Byron was leading. Lost the tire, got into the wall, ruined his day, screwed me over. Tyler Reddick, another one. Truex Jr. had a left rear go down, and then Chase Elliott as well. The rubber came completely off the wheel and screwed him over. Yep. So, and then more hub issues. Yep. Trying to change yep. a tire for Eric Jones. Seven laps. They had to cut the freaking wheel off the hub. Okay, this is a good question because as I was watching the race with one of our avid listeners, we had a discussion and neither one of us could answer the question. What is, ha I thought there was still a clock involved 
when it came to how long you could have a car in the pits and getting it repaired. And Eric Jones was in there forever, like you said. That was not cosmetic repairs. So it's only cosmetic. So, but I thought if if it's like an engine issue, even they can't sit there forever. They got to take it back to the garage. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but I don't know. But they had everything right there, and they couldn't move it. So it just seemed so odd because I remember last year, especially not so much this year, but last year they were really strict about the five minute rule. Know what the hell? It wasn't quite. Five minutes. It was probably. Oh, he was on there for forever. He was on pit road forever. Like you said, they had to cut the damn thing off. Yeah, it was insane. I think they might have given him a break on that because they can't figure out what the frick they did with the hubs. This is an absolute nightmare. The single hub is not working yet. It works great in Formula One. It works great in IndyCar. It works great. In sports car racing, why the hell can't NASCAR figure it out? It's been there forever, and you guys still screwed it up. Ugh. Well, outside of the race. Well, hey, let's say Toyota finally showed up. I was going to say. Out of the five of the top six finishing positions. Kyle, Kyle Busch did very well for me points-wise. Got me back to my large cushion. Yes, I'm not talking about my ass. <laughs> so I'm almost 100 up on the cut line now. Yeah, congratulations to Aaron on he, getting yeah. the win. Kurt Busch was not even in my thoughts for this race. I almost went with Byron like you did. So thank God. Oh, God. Doing it for the new kid. Doing it for the baby. There you go. (laughs) But I think we're getting a little crazy with the reality TV stuff, Dave. Yeah, I know. You think? Could have said that for the last 10, 15 years. Austin Dillon is now getting his own USA Network reality show. Why? I don't have the press release in front of me, but it was basically the same old Hollywood pap you know eccentric interesting wild nascar driver austin dillon he's a doof <laughs> we're gonna follow him in why his to crazy see, life see what new big old stupid hat he wears next no he couldn't even pick no. a more yeah couldn't even pick a more important more interesting driver <laughs> that's just bad And the fact is now, if you think about it, going back to the actual racing for a second, and we'll bring Austin Dillon into this, 13 races in now. We're halfway through the regular season. 11 different winners. Only five slots left for the playoffs. Yep. So there are some people like Austin Dillon sweating it out. Kevin Harvick hasn't won yet. Ryan Blaney hasn't won yet. Martin Truex hasn't won yet. Now, on points, those are three of your five <laughs> who would get in right now. But a couple DNFs, boom, and they are they screwed. are hurting. That's so. why that tire issue you were talking about with Eric Jones killed him in yeah. points. Killed yeah. him in points. Absolutely. So he's got some ground to make up. 
Yep. So, and then uh, the Dover penalty for Denny Hamlin's crew, the four race suspensions have been upheld on. So we'll see how that impacts them going down the line. And then good news for Kurt Busch winning the race. Bad news, though, is he's getting a divorce. Oh, I didn't hear this. Ashley has filed under a torturous act. The only reports are back in April. Kurt cut her off from all the joint accounts and funding. Told her she had to be out of the family home by the first week of June. That's the torturous act? I don't know. There's no other details, but those are some of the reports. I, I don't know say, if that's it or it, not. Since the nation is but, fascinated with this Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing, I, I look at torturous act as a little, a little, little, little bit more. different than what. But I don't know Bush if that's did. that's what it. That's what she she didn't detail what it was. But these are some of the reports that are in the filings from their separation. Right, well, you know, he has a past. He does have a bad past. But we also know that that. Bad past again. I hate to keep referencing this, and no, I'm not following the gory details of Heard versus Depp. But there was a lot of he said, she said going on in that situation where he was accused of stuff, and it yeah. turned out she did some crazy stuff, uh -huh. and so, he wasn't necessarily the bad guy in the situation in the end. Right. So, so Kurt was kind of he he exonerated, exonerated a, a little bit. He right. did some stuff in retaliation, but I don't know. It's what did she do for him to kick her out of the house and cut off all funding? Yeah. Yeah. Kurt Bush is not somebody you want to go to for relationship advice. No, no, he's not. <laughs> so there you go. All right. A couple little miscellaneous tidbits to fill out segment one. Of course, Rich Strike. The massive underdog who won the Kentucky Derby will skip the Preakness yep. to prepare for the Belmont Stakes. Yeah, they they weren't they weren't ready to have he wasn't trained up enough to get the endurance to make the full triple crown run. Yep. So unfortunately there will be no triple crown drama this year. No. So which, which I'm impressed with the owner not pushing and punishing his horse in that regard if he wasn't ready for it good for him i mean it was already probably for him fulfilling his wildest dream winning the kentucky derby with a horse that wasn't really supposed to be in the race to begin with right and then finally finally politics kind of rears its ugly head here as we have to go back to Brittany griner detained in russia Extended a month. The, yep. And now we're hearing that they're blocking all visits. Yeah. The NBA and WNBA are working together. Let me ask you this, though. How does that work? I have no How idea. Do they, does that mean they're working with politicians? Because I don't think Vladimir Putin really cares about that, basketball. Adam Silver, <laughs> Adam Silver wanting to do a Zoom call with him. I think what Adam Silver, dude, you look like an alien. <laughs> I think what Adam Silver needs to do is threaten him with that silver phantasm ball that he's got in his back pocket. <laughs> but now the the 
the uh, and we're not trying to make light of the situation as much as I've had issues in the past with Brittany Griner. We you need to get her out. You need to get her home again. Pretty stupid what she did, knowing the circumstances when she did it. Yeah, she should have just dumped everything, left it in a hotel room or wherever, and just got on a plane and gotten the hell out of Russia. Yep. You got to know when to cut bait, kids. Yep. Know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. And know when to get on the goddamn plane. But Putin's rumored <clears throat> deal that he wants in exchange, and I'm sorry again, nothing personal to Brittany Griner, but rumors are that Russia wants. A prisoner swap. <laughs> and I'm not joking. This is not a joke, kids. In exchange for letting Brittany Griner come home, they want us to release a gun runner known as the Merchant of Death. <laughs> a guy named yeah. Victor Boat. Yeah, I don't think so. A guy, that, I think he was convicted. This is not a comparable exchange. That's the first thing I thought was, I, I'm sorry, I we want think, to get Brittany home, but I'm not letting the merchant of death I go. don't think the com- the comp <laughs> numbers do not equal in this trade. Yeah, again, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to put a number out there. I'm not doing a goddamn correction on it next week, so take this as a guesstimate. But I think he had somewhere, either 15 or 25 counts of trying to facilitate the injury or death of Americans, which basically means he was selling guns to terrorists. He was selling guns to people who are going to attack Americans. I don't think the merchant of death is an equal fair trade. No, no, it's not. (laughs) Add up the numbers. It doesn't work. (laughs) Sorry, Brittany. (laughs) Uh, we want you to get back. Get out we of there. Do. We you do. need to get but the hell home. I don't think letting this guy, this Victor Boot, no. go is is the right deal right now for us. <laughs> no. No, it's not. All right, kids. That's it for segment one. Hope you enjoyed it. Segment two, we're going to cover NFL, NBA, NHL. Of course, talk about the playoffs. Playoffs? Talk about the seven Game sevens this past weekend in hockey and basketball. Of course, the hockey stuff was really good. The basketball, not Not so much. Not so much. So we'll talk about all that in the next segment. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Feeling mildly fatigued? Need a day off even if you just took one a few days ago? make $30 million a year, but just don't want to work for it, you need to join the NBA Load Management Club right now. When they're not napping or texting, guest lecturers Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving will describe foolproof ways to earn tens of thousands of dollars by not doing anything. Sports Frenzy 2.0, available on Spotify, Google, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, is currently negotiating with LeBron James to bring his popular How to Make the Hall of Fame Without Really Trying webinar live and in person to the Load Management Club. 
Thanks again to Sports Frenzy 2.0 and all you apathetic fans out there for making us a success. Segment 2, Sports Frenzy 2.0, Sports. I'm the Conquistador Dave Height. I'm the Maestro Kevin Crane. Here we are recording May 18th, 2022. This will drop on the 19th. Anywhere you can get your podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Apple, Overcast, CastBox, and Stitcher! Don't forget the Facebook page to check out our weekly, although not this week, NASCAR picks. And, of course, our football picks each and every week from September through the Super Bowl. Yep. Use it. Drop us a line. Communicate. Yep. And we did have some communication from one of our fans. We did. Although it seems to be the same fan (laughs) giving us (laughs) suggestions all the time. And unfortunately, we're not going to be able to satisfy this fans. This week. Maybe next week. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll do some The request came in too late to prep properly. Of course, the schedule release hit the night after we recorded last week's episode. Yep. So the request came in that we should pick our five most intriguing games of the year and our five dumpster fire games of the year, the least intriguing. Yep. So... We'll to see me, what we can do for the NFL. Me, it's almost too easy. It's too obvious. There's four or five teams, and you get any combination of those, those are going to be your best games. And yeah. there are a well, ton of dumpster fire let's pick games. pick five games off the Bears' schedule. <laughs> Bears-Lions is yeah. going to be a horrible matchup. I think the Bears are playing the Giants. That's going to be abysmal. <laughs> Yeah, have you, have you not gotten the point from us yet that we're not looking forward <laughs> to the Bears season at all? Not even remotely close. And even though he's not with the team anymore, <laughs> the oh, Bears God. curse carried over to poor Tariq Cohen. Here he is, live streaming a workout as a free agent, trying to impress somebody, backpedaling, and he goes down grabbing his leg. Tears his Achilles. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Coming off the knee injury, oft injured with the Bears. Not necessarily a Bears curse. No. And, and yeah, we've we've grumbled and, and bitched a little bit about him in terms of he signed his extension and then all of a sudden became a China doll. Yeah. Um but I still do feel bad for him. Yeah, it, that sucks. This has got this is probably gonna be it for him. You would think so. No, luckily point. because he he participated in the Bears retirement plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got some money. Yeah. Hopefully the, he invested well. And the one last thing I want to bring up to, to illustrate my frustration with the Chicago Bears, the only other notes I have for the Bears this week, I'm going to tell you kids verbatim. Signed QB Nathan Peterman question mark exclamation point question mark. What the Bears signed Nathan Peterman? Why? Why do we need Nathan Peterman? For what purpose? We need three 
quarterbacks? No, we, we don't. We need two mediocre to bad backup quarterbacks? We just cut Nick Foles. Oh, my God. This is pathetic. What, are Trevor Simeon and Nathan Peterman going to fight it out for that backup spot behind God. Justin Fields? Oh, my God. This is just I can't bad. believe you didn't know this. Yeah. No, no I, I... Again. Oh, my God. I'm dealing with oh my, my, God. my baseball team or a bunch of tightwad cheap asses. My football team is a bunch of tightwad cheap asses. Oh, Lord. Yeah, this is going to be pretty pathetic. Oh, Speaking of pathetic, scary. we still don't know what the hell is going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Now rumors are that the civil <laughs> cases are going to get pushed to 2023. Yeah, because the lawyers cannot figure out how or when they want to do it and or what order. And supposedly NFL officials are meeting with Deshaun Watson coming up here to determine what violations of the conduct policy are there. Now, how can they do that before the civil cases? I'm hoping we get a little bit of karmic justice here because we've talked about the contract he signed with the Browns. The Browns trying to screw the NFL over with the fully Wouldn't guaranteed Wouldn't it be interesting? Deal? If they, the NFL says, well, we'll wait until the civil cases get a little bit closer. So you go ahead and play in 2022 yep. under that $1 million. million deal. And then when the civil cases finally come to fruition in 2023. And we learn a little bit more. Next season after that, then we'll then lay down we'll the hammer. bring down the hammer and you're going to I would love to see you. that. Sorry, Cleveland. You deserve it. Not the fans, but the front office, the idiots who decided they would try to manipulate you don't screw with the nfl it does not benefit you nope one Uh, interesting free agent signing i saw that uh jarvis landry is going with the saints so now the saints have a pretty interesting wide receiver core now between michael thomas who supposedly quote unquote is, is healthy. fully healthy. Yeah, yeah that we'll helped see. my fantasy teams out the last two fucking years. Not. Now Jarvis Landry, and of course, I believe they've got Olave, the kid from Ohio State that they drafted. Yep. So they've got a nice got a little... decent little now core down there. Jameis get them the damn ball and not get hurt? Well, you got to wonder, is Breeze going to come back and then retire <laughs> to finish out that last year of the contract yeah i was waiting to save that for my media portion of the final (laughs) segment but we might as well bring it up now because it does fit that drew Brees is already out at nbc after one pathetic year abysmal year he did not show any growth in the booth or on the sidelines through the season and then he tweets out all no maybe i'll come back and play maybe i'll coach my kids maybe i'll do some business or philanthropy stuff maybe i'll do it all who knows oh you missed the best one maybe i'll i'll join pickleball league oh yeah 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 pickle your liver yeah just go away drew you're going to the hall of fame first ballot just go away enjoy your life 
yeah and find somebody go around <laughs> the world talk to the best doctors and get your goddamn mole off your face will you i know you tried but whoever you tried with didn't do a damn good job there you go there's gotta be you know some good doctor somewhere in mexico right <laughs> Maybe the Bahamas. Maybe he can latch on with Deshaun Watson and his crew in the Bahamas. Brazil, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, Deshaun Watson is taking oh. his offensive players. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, to I was the Bahamas for a team building exercise. Yeah. Will he stay to avoid extradition? <laughs> is he setting up all these secret accounts that they can't touch his money? And I gotta go back. We gotta go back. Circle back now that you brought Deshaun into this. I did hear something along with the news that the civil cases are getting pushed back. It's amazing to me that he's not going to face criminal charges. I heard a story about one of the women and I guess there are text messages and, uh, you know, there is, you know, solid concrete evidence that he did take his Jimmy Johnson and, you know, do things with it with <sighs> his massage therapist. And she was freaking out and crying and breaking down. And, of course, he's text. oh, I didn't realize what I did. I didn't realize that would make you upset. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. He's guilty, man. He's I'm beginning to think hell. he's guilty. Really guilty. All right, I wanted to bring this up last week. This was one of the few topics that we missed. The Raiders fired their president, Dan Ventrell, a couple weeks back. Yeah. The thing that's interesting about this, I mean, of course, the Raiders have been going through a complete overhaul here recently. The rumors are they might have fired him because he was complaining that the Raiders... We're fostering a hostile work environment. (laughs) (laughs) The Raiders? No. 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 Just a little bit of uh, delicious irony there. Had to bring that up. And then finally, before we move on, we'll move on to the NBA here in a second, but sticking with our crime blotter, we've done Deshaun Watson to death, but... Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy, who of course is it was poised to have a huge, huge year with Russell Wilson. Now is in a little bit of trouble. Now I've been reading a lot about this, and I cannot figure out what the charges mean versus what happened because he got charged with criminal tampering with a domestic violence. I don't know if it's an escalator or what it is. He did not strike a woman. He did not physically harm a woman. But because it was a domestic incident, there's there's something about him not allowing his, I don't know if it's his girlfriend, his wife, I'm sorry, whatever acquaintance she was, he he wouldn't let her into the house or the, the apartment where they live to get her things or to get access to money. Um, Yeah. He blocked something and all the rules 
and laws in every state are different. Right. Right. And so it's hard to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, of course, in Colorado, I'm surprised it wasn't criminal tampering, domestic violence escalator with, you know, marijuana involvement. Oh, wait. No, no. wait, that's that legal. Would, that would be a de-escalator. That's yeah. right. You're smoking pot out there. They actually, you know, oh, knock, all right. knock a couple charges off. Uh, hippies out in Colorado. Freaking hippies! Crazy, crazy stuff. All right, I alluded to it earlier. I happened to stumble upon it last night, the NBA draft lottery. <laughs> Congratulations to your Orlando Magic. Hell yeah! And I would have been happy with a top three. You get the number one overall for the first time since 2004. I do believe we selected Dwight Howard. You are correct. Yes, and even though he ended up being a nut job and leaving, we still got to the finals with him. He was still pretty much a stud for us. Yep. The Magic have a great history at number one. Now, the three guys that are projected as number one, I can tell you right now who I want. The kid from Auburn. I want him. Well, yeah. Good shooter, you know. Forward, guard. I mean, he's he's kind of like that decent sized guy who can do it all. Yeah, he can be a one or a two. I do not want the kid from Duke. We've talked about him. No, no, no. We talked Stay about away from Duke. how he got in trouble. The drunk driving <clears throat> thing with Shashevsky's grandkid. Uh huh. Stay I don't away want from him. there. And they interviewed all three of them during the lottery, and he sounds mm. like an arrogant, cocky asshole. I don't want him. Now, if we'd gotten three, I would have taken him. We'd had to deal with it. Yeah. But if you have your choice, stay away from that kid. All right. I'm going to tell you right now. And anybody who wants to ever call me a racist, I want you to start recording this portion of this segment. Because I would take the kid from Duke, even, and, of course, the kid from Auburn, over the gawky white kid, <laughs> Holmgren, from Gonzaga. Oh my God. I don't know what. What is it with this it's guy? It's the second coming of Sean fucking Bradley, and they're acting like he's a can't-miss prospect. You should have seen him, Dave. He was he was so stiff and awkward and shy, and that's not. He doesn't look like thing. he's ready to play against anybody in the NBA, and yet they're saying he's a can't-miss number one. Uh, I don't want him. If you're told somebody's a can't miss number one, run in the other direction. That oh, never God. works. I don't want this kid. I don't care because he can shoot threes. So what? What else can he do? It looks like you could snap his collarbones just by tapping on them with a plastic straw. No, stay away. No. No, no, definitely not a first-rounder. No. 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 Now, of course, in other NBA news before we get to the playoffs, Phil Jackson has supposedly been consulted by the Lakers <laughs> on what they should do to improve their team, the train wreck that is the L.A. Lakers. Um. Blow it all up, cut everyone, and start over? Well, supposedly, 
unconfirmed rumors are that he did tell his former paramour, Janie Buss, trade LeBron. Trade Lamar. He actually, believe it or not, now Phil Jackson's not known for being the smartest executive in the world. Just ask the New York Knicks. Right. He actually thinks they should keep Westbrook and ditch LeBron. Intriguing. Yes. Very intriguing. Now, of course, the NBA has decided to bring in two new awards, two new trophies named after Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. The MVPs of the conference finals. Yep. Of course, East will be Larry Bird. West will, West be, will Magic. be Magic. So kind of cool. I like that. Kind of interesting. I saw that and I'm like, that is appropriate honoring those two. Yep. For really setting the stage for the NBA playoffs and what it means to be an MVP. Yep. And of course, we couldn't have... An intense playoff game without a mass shooting. In Milwaukee, of all places, after game Seriously, six, come on. When they're playing the Celtics, three separate shootings, 21 people injured. So, of course, for game seven, which probably worked out for the best because the Celtics ended up beating up the, the Bucks pretty good, but they were supposed to have a big watch party yeah. outdoors, I believe. And they had to cancel that because of the game six shootings. Yeah. People, don't be stupid. This is absolutely this, this ridiculous. This is the type of stuff that gets gun control advocates fired up and, and makes people who want guns available to all of us who are law-abiding citizens makes us look bad because again a few idiots ruin it for everybody yep absolutely Ugh. all right look at the playoffs right now we are down to the final four the eastern conference finals the winner will move on of course to the nba finals we're gonna have two new teams as opposed to last year last year of course was the bucks and the suns we just mentioned the Celtics knocked off the Milwaukee Bucks, so the Bucks, the defending champions, are out. They will be sitting at home watching the rest of it. Yep. Giannis had a great game seven. The rest of the team did, did not, not show up. And after game one, the Heat take a 1-0 lead on Boston. Yep, the Heat took care of Philadelphia fairly easily, four games to two. No help coming from James Harden. No. Possibly the poster child for the spoiled brat lazy still give me $50 million a year because of my past performance and what you still think I have in terms of potential player. Yeah, he needs to just go away. In the West. Boy. Oh, man. Phoenix is the story. The Phoenix Suns, who, of course... Got to the finals out of the West last year. Expected to get back there this year. And they lay a collective team turd on their home court. The Dallas Mavericks destroy the Suns in Game 7. 
So the Mavericks will move on to the Western Conference Finals to play the Golden State Warriors, who, of course, were playing the the Grizzlies without John Morant. So they took care of them in six. But I want to go back to the Suns. This, to me, is fascinating. This team, my God. you can go all the way back to when they had Charles Barkley. This is one of those snake-bit teams like the Vikings and the Bills in the NFL that just can't get it done. They, yeah, can, they can't cross they the have finish success. line. They have tons of success, but they can't win the big they one. They can't finish. And in terms of players, I just talked about James Harden. How about Chris Paul? Chris <clears throat> Paul is beginning to look like a lot like one of those players he's that done. cannot win the big one. He's done. And that was the other thing I was going to say. This team's window over the past two years, they had their shot. It's done. It might be closed. And, and Chris, Paul, closed. Chris Paul, as a pl- as good as he was early in his career. He's getting old. He's getting old. And he couldn't defend. It came down. Was it Patrick Beverly came out and basically ripped him to shreds? Oh, yeah. I heard about that. He's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, was it disrespectful to him as a player? Probably. Was it the truth at this point in his career? Yes. Chris Paul cannot defend anymore. Yep. And he's not the only NBA player, of course, who does not play defense or cannot play defense. Yeah. But when when you're going to be a Hall of Famer, and he'll get in the Hall of Fame, but he's going to be one of those Hall of Famers without a ring. Yep. The woulda, shoulda, coulda crowd. And, and that look, ask Matthew Stafford how important winning a ring is to your legacy. Yeah. Ask Dan Marino what it would have meant to him to have gotten a Super Bowl ring. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately, two future Hall of Famers in Chris Paul and James Harden, especially Harden, who really, in the end, end up being compilers and stat whores who don't deserve the accolades because they can't win the big games. Yep, they fell apart down the stretch. All right, moving on to the NHL playoffs. And, of course, once again, we have to mention this past weekend, seven game sevens between the NBA and the NHL this past weekend. Five of the seven were hockey game sevens. Crazy stuff. Carolina at home, the Hurricanes take out the Bruins. Tampa Bay goes on the road and takes out the Maple Leafs. Edmonton at home takes out the Kings. The Rangers at home knock off the Penguins. And Calgary Flames at home knock out the Stars. So that sets us up for where we are right now with the final eight teams left in the playoffs. Two of the matchups have begun. Tampa Bay up 1-0 in the Battle of Florida Yep, over the Panthers. And the Avalanche are up 1-0 on the St. Louis Blues. Yep. Other matchups, Rangers-Hurricanes, Oilers-Flames. Yep. So, and unfortunate news coming out of Toronto. A couple days after getting knocked out of the playoffs, Leafs star Mitchell Marner gets carjacked in Toronto. Oh, I heard His about His Range this. Rover taken from him at gunpoint. Thankfully, he's fine. Yeah. A little shaken up, but thank God nothing serious happened. 
to him in that regard. And then, of course, back on uh, the business of the ice, they missed the playoffs for the first time in their brief history. So the Las Vegas Golden Knights fire their coach, Peter DeBoer. Yeah, because that makes perfect sense. <laughs> Not a lot of patience in the world of professional sports. Nope. None at all. All right, kids, that'll do it for segment three. Or segment two. Segment three coming up. Getting ahead of myself. Because I'm so excited about what we got to talk about in segment three. Oh. Golf. Soccer. Media. Lots of media news again. We talk about how the NFL somehow stays in the news cycle all year round. The networks and the sports they cover and the people who cover the sports, they're starting to get that way. They're having their own silly season. I know. It's it's ridiculous that we're giving our sports commentators this much attention. Yep. All right, kids, stay tuned. Our, Our final segment, third and final segment coming up. We will be right back. Are you having trouble falling asleep behind the wheel of your expensive SUV? Are you finding difficulty in avoiding golf clubs thrown at you by your angry wife as you pull out of the driveway? Sign up today for the Tiger Woods Driving School, sponsored by Sports Frenzy 2.0. We'll show you how to text ladies of the night while still driving effectively in the wee hours of the morning. We'll also teach you how to ditch a suspicious backpack when you end up driving into a ditch. Check out Sports Frenzy 2.0 on Spotify, Google, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, for updates on our latest classes, including how to curse and swear in front of uptight golf fans and their children and still be adored by millions. The Tiger Woods Driving School. It's great. Welcome back, all you denizens of podcast land. It is time for Sports Frenzy 2.0, the third and final segment this week. I am the maestro, Kevin Crane. I'm the conquistador, Dave Height. May the 18th, 2022. We hope you enjoy what we've got left for you. And that includes golf. The second major of the year, the PGA Championship, coming up this weekend, actually starting tomorrow as we tape. Bad news that just broke. Yep, Bryson DeChambeau had to withdraw after his practice round. His wrist is not quite ready. But, of course, Tiger's playing. Oh, Tiger, Tiger's playing. Yeah, so. God. Oh! I won't I won't go off on a rant. No. I don't have a reason to yet. Not yet. God. I, I all I'm gonna say is I hope he doesn't make the cut so I can actually enjoy watching it this weekend. Because if I gotta put up with the nonstop tiger coverage Saturday and oh, Sunday. God. Of course, Mickelson. Nowhere to be found. The big roller that he is backed out and said he will not be playing. Uh, come on, Phil. You're going to have to do this. Show up at some point in time. Get over it. The shame of the gambling story. 
the shame and humiliation of the comments about Saudi Arabia. Suck it up, Buttercup. Get your ass back on the course. Yeah. How else are you going to go out and gamble if you don't make money? Exactly. <laughs> but speaking of the Saudi Arabia Golf League. Wow. The Golden Bear. Yep. Jack Nicholas came out and said he had a $100 million offer on the table. To join the tour. Yep. Wow. A hundred million? I'm sorry, Jack Nicholas to me. Everybody loves Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. I grew up with Jack, Jack, Jack. 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 And Arnie. Yeah. Tail end of Arnie. A little and bit Jack of Tom coming Watson. into his prime. And, right. And God bless him, Stuart Payne. Right. Stuart Payne with the, the hat and the knickers. Yep. Yep. But a hundred million for a guy who really can't play that much? Anymore? Just to have a name out there, man. Yeah. They are desperate. Sorry. And again, it, I'm not trying to say wanting Jack Nicholas is desperate. If you're talking about in his prime Jack Nicholas, but we're talking <laughs> about twice the age of that Jack Nicholas. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that they're just trying to get names out there right now. Yep. And of course, the media silly season keeps going and going and going. Good grief. So now when will it stop? This this one's not shocking. We figured this was coming. Sean Payton will join Fox yep. in 2022 for a studio role of some sort. Yep. Kind of being there maybe as a sp- special segment but he's supposed to fill in for jimmy johnson when jimmy's off on vacations or whatever that makes sense that's the first thing that popped into my head because of course jimmy jimmy needs his boat time (laughs) that's right (laughs) that's why i love him god i love jimmy love the hair loved him as a king i even loved him as a cowboys this could be jimmy's transition out into the sunset on the water (laughs) oh that man lived the life i'm telling you that man lived the life yes yes he did and he still screwed up the dolphins that was his one failure yeah you're right his one failure because of course he succeeded with the canes succeeded with the cowboys and couldn't do jack shit with miami i'm sorry but i still love him bastard now, we mentioned Drew Brees earlier, of May course. the rest of that coiffed hair fall out. <laughs> no, that helmet of hair will never, <laughs> never move. I don't know what kind of deal he made with the hair gods or the hair devils, but that glorious head of hair, that may silver he, mane may will he never... May lose that silver mane and rotten hell. <laughs> we mentioned Drew Brees earlier because we were talking about the Saints. And yep. the very, very remote possibility that maybe could he possibly come back and play. No. But now this I find interesting to follow <laughs> up on the Drew Brees dismissal from NBC. There are rumors now, because we all know the Tom Brady thing we talked about right. here a week or two ago, where Tom Brady will eventually take over as the number one color analyst at Fox. We've talked about Greg Olson right now. Looks like he is a sure thing to... Heir apparent. 
to fill the gap yeah until tom brady comes in as the number one <clears throat> guy but i'm hearing now that fox could be interested in bringing drew Brees in as their number two on the number two team uh, uh. i still don't think he was that good now he's better now than- he's better than to keep to leave <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it you beat me to it God, there are some awful. I watched a little bit more. I, I, I got nothing better to do Saturday while I'm working on the computer. I'm still watching some USFL. Oh my God, some of the guys they bring in are now they've got some good guys like Joel Klatt, who usually does college football. Uh, Brock Heward on the sidelines. That's a pretty good team, but then they've got some other ones that are just abysmal. Oh, Jesus. I'm not going to go into details, but let's just say Akib Talibish. And put it at that. Ouch. Put it at that. You know, I will have to say if it comes down to watching an NFL game that Akib Talib is on the call, I will take that over ever watching another baseball game on Apple TV. Because at least Talib will talk about what's going on on the field. <laughs> well, I can't speak to that because I didn't even want to mess with the Apple TV thing. I, that maybe we did later it, on this year. The I Cubs did it on, once. But I, I don't know. Signed up for the free trial to watch one. All they did was talk about human interest things i think i mentioned that before you never knew what was going on on the field they never said anything about any spectacular plays made awesome pitches barely mentioned a run scoring hit i mean it was absolutely pathetic and while we're doing this talking a little bit about media and coverage i want to go back to the usfl and just say you can laugh at me all you want. I am still moderately enjoying what I see from the USFL. The football's not terrible. Now, no. it's not NFL level. Of course, it's not going to be. No. <sighs> but I've seen some interesting stuff from the USFL. There have it, been some decent highlights here and there, but the problem is playing them all in one place. They never should have done that. Never should have done that. Because you're not generating any interest at all and again i think i brought this up before i don't understand if they had some bean counters do the numbers and say it's more cost effective for year one to do it this way even though we're going to lose revenue from the stadium experience the attendance the concessions yeah there's nobody we still got the money coming in from the tv contracts i don't know I don't but know. I think it's coming off to me like a big mistake because you watch the games and they're not trying to sugarcoat it. They're showing the crowds and yeah. now they're starting to tarp off big basically sections. three quarters of the stadium. Yeah. Unless it's the Birmingham Stallions playing. The home, the home team. team gets, of course, three to four more times people than the well, other games bring in. Yeah, because there's local interest in it. Right. Duh. But again, it's just an. How they, how they thought that the people of Birmingham would show up for the other games is beyond me. Speaking of renegade football league, 
News has just come out this week that yep. the TV deal has been struck for next year's XFL games. Yep. All on ESPN and Disney platforms. FX and ABC. I did not hear anything about ESPN Plus. No, I so didn't it sounds see like that. it's gonna be either over the air or ESPN. Yeah. Thank God they're not gonna stream it or do the other bullshit. Uh, but wait but a minute. Wait. wait, wait. Oh, is Disney Plus going to carry the XFL championship game? See, I wouldn't put that past them, but here's what they were discussing at roughly the same time. I think maybe a day or two earlier, because of course this week is what they call upfront week. That's why all this media information has come down because this is where we get all the, the returning shows, the canceled shows. They make a big Vegas production out of it every day. One day is Fox, one day is ABC, one day is NBC. So we'll of course get to the entertainment side of that on our weekend edition where yep. there's some exciting news about some cool shows coming. And some disappointing news about streaming crap only. Yep. But Initially, they're saying it's going to be over-the-air ABC, cable, ESPN, and FX. Would it shock me if they pull something and say, oh, how about FX on Hulu? Like no, they do with some that, of those shows. That I would not or be Or ESPN Plus. That would not shock me. But the other news that they came out with actually two things. Number one... There's the discussion, and we, we've been dreading this and fearing this for the longest time. It would be a bold move, but the heads, the heads that be, the head honchos at Disney. The money-grubbing rat bastards. Are talking about pulling ESPN off of cable and streaming platforms and making it a pay service only. Mm. Kind of like an HBO Max. Could you see ESPN Max? Could you see that? Ooh. Now, maybe they would run it parallel for a while. Maybe they would mm. keep the carriage deals with Comcast and DirecTV. There's going to be a point where people are going to stop buying the streaming services. But I could see ESPN doing this. Oh. God. Packaging ESPN Plus and ESPN as an HBO Max type thing, like a ten dollar a month. Although it wouldn't be ten with them. No, it'd probably be closer to twenty. Absolutely. Because I've heard bullshit. for years and years and years how much they gouge the cable company. Oh for. yeah, it's pathetic. Yeah. From the small little startup. Yep. To becoming this egotistical behemoth. That's a shell of its former self. Yep. Speaking of the egotistical behemoth, Monday Night Football news broke today. Again, another offshoot of this upfront week they have. We will get three double headers. Not one, not two, but three doubleheaders next year in 2023 for Monday Night Football. Now, here's the thing I don't like about the one this year. You know, this kind of sucks. Well, you want to know what really sucks about it? Normally, normally what they would do when they had that doubleheader was always season opening right. Monday, right? 
Yeah, you'd have and an you get earlier two games, one. And you could one. watch both if you wanted to. Right. You are a true football fanatic. You could start early and go late. This year, it's week two, and the games will overlap. Overlap. So what? One's going to be on ESPN. One's going to be on ESPN two. One's going to be on ESPN plus. Something like that. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, their big selling point on that is, well, we want to make sure the East Coast people, you know, get to watch one full game because we know it's hard to stay up till 11, 30, 12, and you got to work the next day. So you're going to start it at 7? And then you're going to start another game, you know. So the West Coast people will start at 9 Eastern. I think it's 7.30 and 9 or 9.30, yeah. I'm so sick of this crap. Um, And the thing is, the worst part of it is, I can't tell you for sure who the teams involved are. I know the early game has got the Bills in it. And the late game has got the Vikings in it. But there's no West Coast team involved in in the late game. So why are you doing it that way? I don't know. But that's this year's doubleheader. I mean, if you're not... If you're going to do a West Coast special, why don't you have a West Coast team participating? That would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? But I'm telling you, there is no team, from what I saw, involved west of Minnesota. That's stupid. Absolutely stupid. Now, that just begs the question, what are they going to do next year with the three doubleheaders they're going to have? And here, thank God I'm not rich, and I don't live near a football team like half an hour away. I know the Bears are technically somewhat close, but they are going to start. They've gotten approval from the NFL in 2023 to start flexing games into Monday night. No! Hell no! Weeks 14 through 18, Monday night football will be allowed to flex games in. And they swear, well, it'll just be a minor inconvenience for fans. Oh, bullshit, it's not a minor inconvenience for fans who many of them plan their lives around going to these games. And if you expect to have a Sunday game that you're coming in from out of town for and have to be at work on Monday or Tuesday and you're getting delayed and have to shell out for a hotel even longer... That's absolute crap. Yeah, I don't. It see is how not that works. a minor inconvenience. I don't see how that works. And this this whole Monday Night Football thing, it it looks like it's got disaster written all over. It. Not, of course, you got Buck and Aikman coming in now. That part of it's going to be fine. the The actual the actual call is going to be good. But again, mm. they're botching the doubleheader this year with how they're overlapping the games. And then I don't know how you make the flex work. I don't know how you make the flex work going Sunday to Monday instead of Sunday afternoon to Sunday night like NBC gets. Right. I don't know how you, you do the you like don't you, po- do you brought the flex. up all the points. Travel you arrangements are a nightmare, not only for the fans, but the teams. And you're gonna short week a team getting that late in the season? Hell no. Another great point. Hell no. Yep. yep. Another great point. Short rest for a team. And then, of course, we've got all the because international you're flexing, travel. 
you're flexing in the good teams who are fighting for the playoffs and everything, and you're screwing them over on a mm, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, nope. Excellent points from the conquistador as always. All right, we do have one moment of silence. Carryover from last week. I didn't get to bring this one up, um, but I think Dave will agree with me. This is, I think, it's significant. Um, because if you ever turned your TV on just because it's a, a reflex Saturday morning, I don't know. When I grew up, I was watching cartoons. Of course, when I was a kid growing up, I wanted to see the Saturday morning, early afternoon WWE show back then WWF, of course, fuck the World Wildlife Foundation. Fuck them. Amen to it's that It's still one. the it's WWF. the World the Wrestling Federation. God damn, damn it. right. But what else was on? What other what other kind of shows would pop on late morning, early afternoon on Saturday? You had your baseball recaps. Of course, that was a good one, yeah. This Week in Baseball. Another show, Bassmasters. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Oh, Lord. The man who came up with Bassmasters, Ray Scott, passed away a few weeks ago. And even though I do not watch fishing shows and I do not fish, I understand the importance, the culture of those people. So I had to acknowledge We have to acknowledge that. Yes, I've, I've spent... I've spent a few few days watching some Bassmaster tournaments. Yep. So, thoughts and prayers go out to the family and the friends of Ray Scott. Not Bassomatic. Okay, no, not Bassomatic. No, not Randolph Scott. <laughs> Randolph Scott. No, Ray Scott. Uh, couple of dumbasses. Couple of dumbasses. Dave's got, well... Check out the weekend edition. Dave's got a uh, carryover from last week. That's yes, phenomenal. I will have one for you. Um, I have got just a few for sports this week. Of course, one of them is a recurring character. No. Of course, still ordering herbal drinks from the beverage cart on the Sports Frenzy plane of doom. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is back again, as it seems like he is every week. This is a two-parter. Now, I have to apologize. I on our, he is on our Mount Rushmore of dumbasses. Oh, God, yeah. God, yeah. God, yeah. Not even close. Not even close. Two-parter. Cannot confirm the second part. I tried. I heard it in one place. Reputable source. But it was audio. It was not internet, so it wasn't something I could read. So I tried to scribble down notes as best I could, and I if you can't completely get botched camp, it. If you can't get confirmation, then we have to take a pass. But I'm, I'm going to put put the, the idea of it out there, and maybe one of our listeners will find a way to confirm it for me. But the first part is confirmed. Because of his antics, because of the fact that he has got a exceedingly bad reputation as a troublemaker, as a whiner, as a martyr, like last week. Yeah. I'm a martyr. 
It looks like Kyrie is going to lose his Nike deal Ooh. after next year. His contract runs out in 2023 with his signature shoe line. They're not And while Nike, Nike has very carefully couched their words, <clears throat> they have said, well, we will stay in business in some way with Kyrie, but it doesn't look like we'll be going forward with his signature shoe series <laughs> after our contract that we currently have with them expires. So again, dumbass Kyrie and all his stupid little antics has cost him a major shoe deal. Now the part that I could not confirm now, again, my reputable source who I will swear by is Boomer and Geo. They were talking about this on Boomer and Geo. Did old man Ball come out and say he wanted to... No, they had they had clips of him on a podcast, and I looked all day today for 20 minutes trying to find confirmation. I like to have a second source, because unlike the journalists of today, I actually care about getting you the correct information, hence my corrections from earlier. So I tried to find a second source, and I could not. That's why I say, as much as I love Boomer and Geo, on CBS Sports Network, and they brought this up, and they have the podcast audio. Kyrie is talking about he. I guess he's big into Native American mysticism. Okay. There's stories about that from the past. Nothing wrong with that. But as I get, I tried to write down notes. I think he basically said he was either visited or inhabited by a Native American spirit recently. Okay. Did he do a sweat? <laughs> no, I don't think did he, he did a sweat. I think he, because he's big on like having sage burned wherever he goes. He okay. loves to do that. So I don't know if maybe by doing that, he brought forth the spirit one time. Or something like that. Read some of the Longmire books. It's not out of the realm. Okay, so you're not you're saying he's not a dumbass. I'm not completely discounting that. Oh, by the way, this is an ancillary dumbass that you just made me think of. But again, <clears throat> another another Brooklyn net, Kevin Durant, was on <sighs> David Letterman's God. show recently. David Letterman or no, David Letterman, the Netflix show. Oh, okay. You know, he does a Netflix show. Yeah. And basically, Kevin Durant was admitting, oh, yeah, I smoke weed all the time. I'm probably high-talking to you right now. <laughs> it's like, I don't understand this culture, this weed culture. I don't know. It would be like, oh, yeah, I just had 12 beers. You know, you'd be frowned upon. Doing an interview saying, yeah, I just drank a 12-pack. Oh, you got a problem, dude. But no, again, we glorify the weed smokers. They're uh, revolutionary. No, they're not. They're hippie assholes. There we go. I don't get it either. Speaking of drinking. Speaking of drinking, my final dumbass goes to whoever is running concessions 
at the PGA Championship this upcoming weekend. Because <laughs> they posted a picture of how much beverages cost this weekend. Take a guess at how much it will cost you, Dave, for a Michelob Ultra, which is the only domestic beer they have. Is it a tall boy? Standard 12? I think it's a 16. I think it's a 16. It's only a 16? Yeah, I think it's a 16. All right. Typically, what we've seen at concerts and other sporting events, they're in the $10 to $12 range. So for the PGA, are they going into the eighteen to twenty dollar range? Bing, 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 bing. The conquistador nails it. Eighteen dollars for a Michelob Ultra. Bull crap. And then it sounds like I think a twelve ounce Stella is nineteen. Oh come on! Again, I'm not hundred percent sure on the sizes. Wine seems to be the best option. You can get a. A pour of wine, I guess it'd be in a, like a plastic cup. Yeah. For 13 Jesus. <laughs> you know what's a sad thing? And I know with the Masters, it's different because you have to be a member of Augusta to get in. Right. But if you compare and contrast, the Masters, believe it or not, the snobs that they are, the history they've had with, you know, exclusionary right. tactics. You look at what they charge for food and drink at the Masters. It's like $3 for a barbecue brisket sandwich, $5 for a beer. Oh, come on. That's brilliant. Yeah. Now, again, you got to be a member to get into Augusta. But still. But they treat their people right once you get through the door. I mean, you can really God. fill up, have a nice time See, there, and get out of there for like 30 bucks. Now, if you're so worried about people getting blitzed and ruining the atmosphere for your players don't serve anything. If you're trying to outprice everybody, don't provide it if that's what you're worried about. But don't be a money grubbing bastard. Well, I just wonder if maybe this is a subtle yet brilliant strategy. Maybe because the beer is so expensive. You won't have the dumbass going, get in the hole! Baba Booey! Baba Booey! You the man! You the man! Maybe they won't get liquored up enough to do that stupid shit. Which I hate. I thought golf was a game of etiquette and decorum. Baba Booey! You the man! Get in the hole! Jesus Christ. Shut up. I think the crowd in Caddyshack would have beat those assholes senseless. <laughs> I think so. God. All right, that'll do it, kids. Thanks for joining us. He's a conquistador, Dave Height. He's the maestro, Kevin Crane. We had a good time. As always. But the good times for this week are not over yet. Nope. Drop in Saturday morning for the weekend edition. Yep, we're going to be talking about some big, big movies. We have huge reviews, including Firestarter and Doctor Strange Multiverse of madness yes and a i might have a bonus review for you of course we'll have music reviews and tv and streaming reviews and i mentioned big news this week on a lot of fronts when it comes to shows coming up later on this year yep cancellations and 
all sorts of stuff. So check it out, kids. We will see you for the weekend edition, and then we'll see you again this time next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.